Hi guys, welcome to Chemo Glow. My guest today reminded me of a glow moment that I had. We were talking about the blue room. So here it is, the blue room. I'm sitting in this waiting room, waiting for the results of my third mammogram. We were sitting here in blue gowns with our back exposed. Everyone trying to make small talk. You can tell the first timers. They are quiet and trying to look busy on their phones and reading a magazine. But that leg is a dead giveaway. It's shaking like it's ready to take off running. I think the only one here is me with one breast. The first time my left breast was center stage and now the right one feels as if it's been left behind. It was interesting that I had this glow moment years ago and my guest today, Terry, discussed her blue room moment. So I hope you enjoyed this episode with Terry. Hi guys, welcome to Chemo Glow, where the glow doesn't define me, I define the glow. I am so excited about my guest today. My guest is Miss Terry Robinson. How you doing, sweetie? Hello, how are you? <laughs> well, this is the first podcast that I'm recording where I might actually use some of the video to promote it when it comes out in May. So um, that's why I have a headscarf on. Can you see that, right? Yes, because um, my hair appointment is not till Friday. So I have to look like something. But t- girl, you look gorgeous. The headphones are covering <laughs> my edges. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of you guys might not know that Terry actually sat at my kitchen table, living room table, desk, floor, wherever we were at in my house and helped me come up with some concepts for Chemo Glow from looking at the artwork to actually working on my Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff that I was like, yeah, um, Terry, I can feed you if you come over. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it's going to taste like, but I can feed you. And I have two kids that can run you ragged. So (laughs) thank you so much for being my guest for 2021. Can you believe it? Yeah, welcome in. And no, I can't believe it. I'm (laughs) I'm happy we're in 2021. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. So the world's still a little crazy. (laughs) But the world is still a lot crazy, a lot crazy. But at least we've come through the year because in March, my world stopped, as did many others um, from working to traveling. All that came to a halt. And then your world started to speed up a little bit to working and working working at home, working at home. So it's. It's been a little crazy, right? It's been a lot, yeah. And even through this, we still have to go get checkups. We yeah. still have to be seen, right? Right. I was a couple of months late with mine. Yeah, I, I had to. I, go ahead. Yeah. You know, it. I think I actually didn't go until August, and it was supposed to be in the May June era. Well, it so. was a little scary in May and June, so I cannot blame you. <laughs> 
at all for that. (laughs) Well, Terry, introduce yourself to my millions of listeners in here, especially Robin Roberts, because anybody knows me knows I want to meet Robin Roberts. But go ahead and introduce. She wants to meet you. We're going to work it out. (laughs) And she always says this. So, yes. Um, I am Regina's friend. We met because of cancer. Yes. We met. Talanya, who, who's been your guest before. Yes. We met through her and the women's, the the black women's group. Yeah, sister network. The, first, the mm-hmm. sister network. Yeah. Um, me and my mom went to the sister's network and we met Talanya and her mom. Yes. <laughs> and then Talanya was like, "We, I have another friend and we're in another group. Mm-hmm. We need to come to that other group. And I was like, Okay, because this group was, it was a lot going on there. <laughs> and so we started going to the uh, Triangle Young Survivors Coalition. Coalition, that is correct. And, yes. And so it was just a, a, between the two, I needed mm-hmm. both. I yes. really needed both. I was going to ask you that because when I was diagnosed and looking for a support group or someone who I could relate to, Everybody was 65 and over, and I was only 36. And I was looking at, you know, being married, brand new, and then fiancé to husband and 16 days from, you know, wife to patient and him being my caregiver. It was just craziness. So I understand the importance of being in a group. And that's where I met you. And we we kind of went through that group and then connected with another group who I'm going to have on soon. So um, how many years out are you from your cancer diagnosis? I'm nine years out working on my 10th year. And when this, by the time this comes out, May 5th will be 10 years. Yes. And we will actually be doing your live in May. Um, I I can't remember the date right now, but I know we're going to be doing your (laughs) live in May. Look at me looking at my, well, you know what? I can look at my calendar. How about that? Let's see. I can't believe we're in 2021. So, yeah. So your live will be coming out. um, This podcast will be coming out May 1st. And we'll be doing your live on the 12th. So I'm excited about that. We're just going to have a party. Party, party, party. Because that would be me. Yes. (laughs) And I know it's been hard to party in quarantine, but you always find a way. (laughs) A little bit, yes. (laughs) Just a little bit. Well, let's talk about this glow. Like the glow doesn't define you. You define the glow, right? You walk in your own light. And I've seen that with you during this time. Tell us a little bit about your your diagnosis. My diagnosis. I have um, a, a thing. What I don't think I've had it lately. Where I was getting debris in my milk ducts, mm-hmm. and I had two, two surgeries, and then I just had my third surgery, uh, where I get debris in my milk duct, and it. Yeah, to my y'all, express <laughs> blood. <laughs> it was it was not a good thing, and so I had been getting mammograms um, since I was thirty, okay. thirty one, because I kept having this problem. Every couple of years, I'd wake up and there'd be a problem. By the third one, I was like, uh oh, 
Milk Doug had acting up again. Let yeah. me call the doctor. So I went and I had the third surgery. And wait a minute, wait a minute. So before you were even diagnosed, you've already mm-hmm. had two surgeries I to help two- with what was going Ex- on. The, yeah, the, the the expressing, yeah, I was I had debris in my milk ducts. Okay. It's called, okay. But, yeah. And so um, I had been going to UNC for a while. Mm-hmm. And so that had probably been eight or nine years that I'd had a couple. So this was my third surgery. Wow. So I had my third surgery, and it was no big deal. They were always benign, did mm-hmm. they, the stones that would cut the milk duct. And so no problem, no big deal. Mm-hmm. I was used to it. Got a couple <laughs> days out of work. <laughs> and so one day I realized I had um, a checkup. Mm-hmm. And I worked, I lived in Chapel Hill, went to UNC. I worked in RTP in Research Triangle Park. So that was a long way. And I had a midday appointment, which they scheduled. Mm-hmm. I did not schedule because I would not come in the middle of the day try to park when I live close by yeah so I tried I was in the meet a big meeting I tried to get the people that worked in Chapel Hill to drop me off I tried to <laughs> I was like I tried to cancel and I just wasn't going to go to this appointment because it was mm-hmm. my third it always worked it was, it was just a checkup and a mammogram for one breast yeah and I go and I'm running late and then I couldn't find a parking space. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm going to go around one more time. If I don't get a parking space, I'm going home. Because I really was leaving, honestly, because I don't work there anymore. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I was going to stop at the mall and buy something because I was going to a concert that night. <laughs> so I needed to leave Oh, work. so you had plans. I had plans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I you mean, wasn't worried about this doctor's appointment. You had plans. I, I was like, I'm going to get me something to eat. Because the important theme of me is I'm going to get me something to eat. Uh-huh. And I'm going to go to the mall. Uh-huh. Get something to eat and buy an outfit for this concert. Uh-huh. Uh, mint condition, by the way. It was oh, great. wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I get there and my last um, circle around the parking mm-hmm. deck, there's a parking space right next to the breezeway mm-hmm. that takes you across. And I said, okay, well, I guess I'll go. And then I was like, well, if y'all can't see me when I get there, I was like, well, I'll come back another day. And it was like, no, 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 you just wait. We're going to go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, fine. So they bring me in and I have my exam and the woman's talking and she goes, oh, look at her. And then she says, I'll be right back. That's, you and, never want to hear that. <laughs> no, because we're having a conversation. Uh-huh. And she says, well, this is just a checkup. You're regular. So this was in May. Uh-huh. And my regular appointment was going to be in October. So I was like, I'm not even going to go. I really wasn't going to go because I was going to go in October. Uh-huh. And I had just had a mammogram the previous October and in December to prepare for the surgery. And they were like... Hold on. So she goes and gets the resident, and he does a, an exam. He looks, and then they do an ultrasound. And then they're like, hold on. And so this was lunchtime, because, you know. Did, wait, did you mall. go get 
Lunch? Were you going to get lunch at the mall? I, I was going to get lunch either at the mall or in the cafeteria. It was going to be after the mammogram. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. And so they said, wait a minute. And um, this was nine years ago. The UNC Cancer Hospital had just recently opened about mm-hmm. that time. And they had the old hospital, which was, it was, thank God for the new UNC Cancer Hospital. It was a whole <laughs> lot better than the old place. But they were also, UNC was also in the midst of turning all their records from paper or film to digital records. Uh-huh. And some of my records were, um, they had to go to the basement and pull the records. Okay, that sounds cool. Yeah, because I had, had been going for several years. Uh-huh. And so it turns out, so that was about 1, 2 o'clock. They did another exam. Uh-huh. They, looked at, they wanted some more images. They mm-hmm. looked again. Of course, of course. So there's like three, four. And they're like, sit there. So I'm sitting in the gown. In the room? Or did they send I, you back I, out? They, they send me back out in the waiting room. Isn't with, that the worst? With, with the women in the, everybody's in the pajamas and they're watching a, um, the Martha Stewart show. Yes, that is the worst. I always ask for two gowns so I can have front, back, and then I'm <laughs> yes. looking like, am I the only one with one boob in here? Like, what's really going on? So go with, ahead, go ahead. Yes, and but my thing was people were coming and going, yeah, coming and going, and they were like, "Hold on, you okay?" And then I was like, "Can I can I have a, a warm blanket?" By the way, you can ask for warm blankets. And they'll, they'll pull them that. out and, and they'll, you know, when you get real cold, if you sit there for a while, practically naked, they'll, they'll give you blankets. Mm-hmm. And so I had a couple of warm blankets because they were cooling off. Oh, wow. And they were like, hold on, we'll be back. Mm-hmm. We're looking for something. And then they came back again. They did Dr. Lee, who uh-huh. is a head radiologist, one of the faculty attending radiologist who you should never see till the very end mm-hmm. when they go good job see you next year <laughs> that's her job that's her main yeah. job is to say good job see you, see next, you next year, year but this time but, but this time she came in the room to examine me and I was like okay uh-huh. sure and remember it was still one boob and so all this was going on about uh-huh. that one and then she says she examined me, mm-hmm. and it was almost five. I had been there. I had been eating. I was so hungry. So you, you hadn't had anything hangry. to eat. <laughs> yeah. Hot, I, cold, hot, cold. Hot, cold. And I got stuff to do. I needed a bit. I was only going to go for an hour and a half. I needed an outfit <laughs> for a concert. I was going on a date. <laughs> I was like... I would tell you, cancer doesn't care what you're doing at the time. When it shows up, it comes to seek and destroy, even make a conditioning concert tickets. And so I'm like, okay, okay. So Dr. Lee called, she calls me after I got dressed. Mm -hmm. I need to go see the doctor. And this is when I started to freak out because she says, you need to come back on Tuesday. Do you have a problem coming on Tuesday? You need to come on Tuesday. Do I need to write you a note? Don't mess with me. You coming on Tuesday. And I was like, I'm coming on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you sure? I'm coming back. All right. 
okay. This is different from the other two times or the other two surgeries or the other yes. multiple appointments. Yes, because it was just completely different. Because she was like, you coming? You coming on too? Yes. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, yes. So I came back on Tuesday and... <laughs> I was reading, I had a book club where I was reading the Henrietta Lacks book. Okay. And um, his name, doctor, he was Russian or something, uh-huh. the, the the Serbian, the doctor. I am so sorry about this. My husband knows I'm doing a podcast right now, but my little angel decided Hi, to baby. jump in. Say hello. Baby. Hello. All How right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, it's in, this is so crazy. (laughs) You know where it is, sweetie. I am so sorry about that. Oh my goodness. Keep going. That's what happens when you. (laughs) That's what happens. Your studio is inside your home. (laughs) So so I didn't make it back on Tuesday Uh and it was early in the morning because I lived in Chapel Hill and I could Mm -hmm. go before work and I'm reading the Henry out of Lacks book and I'm like, what are you going to do with these sales? What are you going to do? Tell me. Tell me. He goes, you need this. Do you have a problem doing this? I was like, no, but tell me about it. Tell uh-huh. me. And, and the doctor goes, do you have questions? And I was like, no, no, but what are you going to do with these sales? Are you going to keep myself? Are you going to test them? Yeah, yeah. Are you going to test them? It's like, yes, we have to test them. So, Because I was getting a biopsy. So I had to come back next Tuesday for an actual biopsy. Oh, okay. So I I came back for a biopsy. And um, so it was him and a resident in there. Um, Usually they, when you have a biopsy for, or suspicious area, Mm -hmm. they aspirate it. They put a needle in, they draw cells out to be examined. My cell, it was hard, like a rock. Oh, wow. It was, they weren't unable to aspirate. And the reason that they were so interested and it took so long the week before is they were pulling my records because I'd had so many uh, exams because of the different things. They were worried that they had missed something. Oh, wow. And because they just had two mammograms before that, um, six months before. And but they didn't miss it. It had grown from the time that I'd had the surgery had nothing to do with the surgery. It was just happenstance. Yes. And it was a three centimeter. Oh my um, goodness. So wait a minute, let's back up real quick. (laughs) This was an unscheduled appointment because you were supposed to be seen later on, right? No, I, I I had the appointment. It was a checkup. It was a checkup from the surgery. Oh, wow. So that was the, the May was just a checkup on the right side from the surgery where I had a full mammogram was due in October. Got and so you. I wasn't going to do it because this was my third. Yeah. I'm used to it. I was just getting out. <laughs> <laughs> and so I forgot about it. it. It showed up like a day before uh-huh. they called to remind me about the appointment. And I was like, I don't know what you speak of. What, what do you mean I have an appointment on a Friday? In, in the middle of the day. I would yeah. not do that. <laughs> and they were like, you have this appointment. And I was like, well, I guess I go. And I really was not going to go. Oh. 
And so it was finding the parking space. They let me write in the, the these things. And basically, I guess I'm supposed to be here. You're supposed to be here. Now, let me ask you, did you go to that concert? I did. That was a good concert. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good concert. What time did Ooh. you leave UNC? And get- um, I left about... 5.30, but I was shaking. I went back to work. I think I might even have my work car. I went back to work <laughs> because I really hadn't planned to be that long. Yeah. And I had been texting my boss. I don't know. when I, Something's going on. I don't know yeah. what's going on. And um, I just got my stuff and I was like, I'm I'm stressing. Yeah. And I'm trying to stress. And then I had to let it go. Uh-huh. So I had this I had this concert. Um, the next day, my baby sister was graduating from grad school. Uh-huh. And so I had been out. I don't think I got home to like three, four o'clock in the morning. But, you know, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to UNC, get this news, say you have to be back, and you better be back. You go, Did you make it to the mall? Uh, no, I did not. So, so you had to wear a repeat. I had to wear a repeat. <laughs> Because I, I really was shaken because yeah. Dr. Lee, she's a very serious, you, you, I don't yeah. know how to describe her, but she's she's very on point and she's very serious. And for her, and she doesn't really talk to the patients <laughs> except for to say, everything looks well. We'll see. Good, Good job. Good job. We'll see you. We see you in X amount. And, and that's her thing yeah. for her to actually pull me and say, I need you to come back. Yeah. This is serious. I was like, so once okay. you go back after the mint condition concert, you have the whole weekend, right? So, yes. So, we and then were, it's time uh, for your biopsy. Yes. All and right. The, and they're talking, and 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 he's like, they had to cut it because instead of use the needle to aspirate it, because it was hard like a yeah. rock. And um, I was like, well, that don't sound good. <laughs> and they were like, well, they will call you when the when it's available. So that was Tuesday. I couldn't stand it. <laughs> Just couldn't stand it. So I ended up calling my family practitioner. And she looked, and I had an appointment that next Tuesday. Because mm-hmm. I think that's when they did, after they did conferences or something. And um, my family practitioner, she says, you have breast cancer. And she told uh-huh. me on the phone, but I'd rather have heard it from her because yeah. she had been my doctor for several years. And I knew it already. Yeah. The, just the way they were looking at different. you. They it was different. It was different. And I, I knew it, but I didn't tell anybody. My mother was recently divorced and she was yeah. going out on a date. <laughs> my son was going the, the same weekend. My son was going to the prom. Mm-hmm. So, I knew it that Friday, but my son was going to the prom. My mother was going out on a date in Virginia. Yeah. And so I just kind of held it in for a week <laughs> to myself. Wow. And because I was like, it's going to make things change. <coughs> yes. And when you and, hear those words and then you have to say those words yeah, to your yes. loved ones, your and, whole world. And or so having was, to learn how to say those words. Because I, I know I practice. can say it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so I have a, a stepmom. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's my practice mom. I'm in college. I'm pregnant. Um, I did this. You, mm-hmm. you practice with you. You get the mom talk <laughs> without yeah. the mom. Mm-hmm. So that is my stepmom. She's great. 
<laughs> so she's my practice person. <laughs> I have breast cancer. <laughs> so I started out with practice mom, uh-huh. who I love dearly. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, have you told your mom yet? Because that's usually her first thing. And he's mm-hmm. like, not yet. I, I thought I'd tell you first. Yeah. And and this, this, this. And she's like, okay, okay. You know, let's get ready. And she goes, then we'll tell your father. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And then we'll tell your mother. <laughs> and, you know, and I needed more information. And then I had to, my, my son was in the, um, it was the ending. Like I said, he had just gone to the prom. It was his first prom. Yeah. He was in the 11th grade. Oh, wow. And and so um, things were just, I was at a good time. I loved my hair. I loved how I looked. You were in a I, good space. I was in a good space. Oh I my. liked my job. Mm-hmm. Everything was, just, was good. Everything was just good. And so... I know the feeling. <laughs> I was planning a wedding. I met my husband in Hawaii. Like, yeah. fairy tale. <laughs> Life was good. And, and, and I think that, that, that upset me. Yeah. And so... Mm-hmm. I needed more information. I'm not an information person. Mm-hmm. So I needed information. I needed to talk to people. I needed to gather facts before I, and I'm the oldest sister, oldest child of all these kids. I um, didn't know that. I didn't know you were the oldest. There, there's, there's six of, uh, my mom and dad have four. Uh-huh. And then, um, I have a, a stepbrother and, and another sister. Mm-hmm. So is just lots of it. And I had two stepsisters and there's just, a lot of family. So it's a I gang needed, of you guys. It's a gang. <laughs> but I needed I needed information mm-hmm. and that's what I does what I do. Mm-hmm. And so finally I started telling people. Um, my son, I took him to a seafood restaurant over here in Durham, which is his favorite restaurant. Uh-huh. And I told him and I was like, order what you want. So he was like, I don't know. Do I want crab legs and shrimp <laughs> or do I want the the fried feast portion? I was like, get both of them. <laughs> Are you dying, mama? <laughs> did he actually say that? He did. You about like, made this his worst restaurant ever. Like, did he like this restaurant <laughs> after it? <laughs> he, he, you know, he did. Unfortunately, it closed down, but it was, uh, but I was like, just get both of them. Just get both. Oh was, my goodness. You know, and they're like $25, $30 platter. Like, just get them all. <laughs> and he goes, Dying. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I was like, no, I didn't know. No, no, no. I'm just going to the doctor, but I'm going to have to do these things. Well, um, what kind of cancer um, was it? You know, I know it's breast cancer. A lot of people don't understand that there's different types of breast cancer out there. Mm-hmm. So if you don't mind me asking, what kind of cancer did you have? It was a triple negative. Okay. And it was very aggressive mm-hmm. because, again, from six months before, it was there was no sign of it. Mm-hmm. To it was big and hard as a rock, and you know, because I, I always, I think I tell you, I was like, so and so called, and they said they had like a half a centimeter. <laughs> what are they talking about? <laughs> oh, it was it was three millimeters. What is up with that? And, and I was like, that and, is and so he, crazy. Once you get jumped into this breast cancer <laughs> game, it's like, what are you stage one? What do you have? Triple negative? What do you have? They're like, ah. I done yeah. this. I had twelve radiations instead of eight. It's like <laughs> it's crazy in was, this thing, breast cancer world. But so and, triple and I've negative. honestly called you and you and you said 
everybody's is cancer. So yeah. even if it's not as big as yours, <laughs> when you hear the word cancer, it di- yes. it still stops you in your tracks. But I understand triple negative. Can you tell us what triple negative is? So it, it's not. There's hormone is not does not show up not really but hormone doesn't <laughs> show, show up and you know because it's, it's her too positive yes. or something something positive and they treat them differently yes um, but this particular triple negative cancer it shows up in um, Hispanic Black women ethnicities mm-hmm. or now lots of different people get it but it yeah. shows up in ethnicities a lot more it shows up in younger people well what kind of treatment did you have to have for triple negative breast cancer so because it was so aggressive um they decided to do chemo first okay then surgery then radiation okay now are you on any type of medication no so that's what makes it really different. Triple negative. There is not a no, medication that you will not take a con- afterwards. No. Once it's done, it's done. There's lots of other things, issues, but <laughs> there's no more medication. So mm-hmm. that there is that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I entered, I did the, the three chemo drugs and I also was on two uh, steady drugs. I, yes. I joined the steady which um Avastin, which is which is the main thing that they were studying in, mm-hmm. in this. And I got all of these drugs. So I had five different chemo drugs. Oh wow. That's a good thing about going to UNC. <laughs> yes. Is because it's, it's the school of medicine. It, that they do have different studies and things going on that you can try different trials that you can do. Yes, different trials. And so I was on the trial and I was getting the full complement of drugs. So and now you're then. 9 year 10 years you're and your ninth year, year about to be 10 years about out. About to be 10 years out. Well, let me ask you this, you know, being diagnosed with cancer, a lot of people think, you know, when your hair grows back, you're fine, everything's good, but did you end up in the hospital any other time after this initial surgery? Yes. Uh, after the surgery, probably about six or seven months later, I, I, I developed lymphedema. Mm. And actually, I had just started exercising a lot, going to Get Real and Heal. Love them. Love Get Real and Heal. I was working out, and I woke up one morning, and my arm had swollen. And... I so I had to take a break from get real and heal. I had to start the the whole process of working with the lymphedema specialists and and doing all the things in the sleeves and it was a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had that problem, and then I also I was just turning forty and forty one mm-hmm. through this process, and so it was. Um, they were like, well, you, you might go into menopause, but you probably mm-hmm. won't. We don't know. And so I went about two years with, without having a cycle or yeah. anything. And then it came back with a mad vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would have to take off. From, and so I ended up having a hysterectomy. Because wow. It was, it was, it was horrible. It was mm-hmm. painful. It was awful. It was, I was like, I just 
<laughs> and so between that and the lymphedema and uh-huh. just, just trying, I was tired. Um, I think after radiation, I radiation just, kicks your butt. Yes. Like for me, my lymphedema really um, started to really act up after radiation. So, yeah. and people don't know with lymphedema, um, cause we've been to the same therapist, which I will have on the show this year. Um, love Valerie. Yes. Um, but you have to wear a sleeve. Matter of fact, I just went to get, um, uh, my measurements for two new sleeves and I have my nice little machine downstairs, my little pump, but people mm-hmm. know that there, it's work to not be in pain, work for, to keep the fluid down. And this is after surgery. This is when you're 10 years out. Yes. There's still stuff going on. It's forever, it's right? It, it it's sucks. It's for everything. <laughs> it, 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 it's something that's always in the back of your mind. I call it's, it the um, third wheel. It, it's, um, you, you, I can't get tattooed. I don't get, you can't mm-hmm. get tattoos. Uh, you can't get shots in that side of the arm. Mm-hmm. I don't wear watches. I try not, I really don't wear jewelry on that yeah. side. Um, I have to be careful about cut. I I scratched my arm out at the garbage. You know, I was taking the garbage out one mm-hmm. day and I scratched my arm. And I was like, did I get a scratch? Because Isn't it crazy? Uh, because I've also had um, cellulitis. Yes, I remember from, that. <laughs> yeah, because I called you when I was like, I just don't feel well. <laughs> and I was like, call me. Just call me. I'm like, I need you to go to the doctor. And I said, well, okay, I'll go. I'm going to go to the doctor. I said, I'm going to go to the doctor. And then I'm again eating. I was like, yeah. I'm going to go to the doctor. <laughs> and this is something that's out of town. I'm going to go get a cheeseburger. And I was like, I need you to go to the <laughs> doctor. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I'll get the cheeseburger after I go to the doctor. You should know that does not work. <laughs> you know, that does not work because I'm in there with the doctor and I was like, so are you bringing me my paper sack and go home? Where's my medicine? He said, oh no, you're getting a bed. You need a full complement of antibiotics. They just waiting for your room to be ready. Hey, you think you I'm going to give a cheeseburger. <laughs> I would eat you to pack you some <laughs> snacks anytime you go to the doctor. Because I remember calling you like, so how'd it go? I'm in the hospital. <laughs> so oh, you didn't right, get your cheeseburger. I didn't get my cheeseburger. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> it, it is but, crazy. So many it, things come up after. You know, even when you're taking care of yourself, it's the stuff that happens, side effects from surgeries, from therapy, from treatments. And during this time, okay, your son has graduated from high school. Things yes. are going on, but your life um, starts to change again. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Um, my son's graduation, um, he graduated from high school. And one of my sisters was in the Army. Mm-hmm. And we were out getting we were having a cookout graduation because I had a really huge party. <laughs> we were, <laughs> you had know, to make up for it. I was over cancer. I had spent most of his fall, fall football season. I was really sick. I was in the, I spent, I ended up in the hospital twice mm-hmm. doing the chemo process for blood transfusions. I had no white blood cells. I was dragging. 
it was, I had a moment. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, and he made it through and I was so proud of him. It was, it was rocky yeah. between us. Um, I probably didn't do the greatest things. I made decisions without really talking to him. Yeah. And I just wanted to thank him. So yeah. I had a big party for him. And one of my sisters came down, and, and so we were talking. And I was like, girl, I don't know what is up with my arm. It's all fat and puffy. Mm-hmm. And she says, girl, my arm is all skinny, and I'm losing muscle mass. She says, I got real bad carpal tunnel. I don't know what this is. And I said, and my hand is fat. And she was like, well, aren't we a pair? One's skinny <laughs> and one's fat. And so that was um, the beginning of June. Mm-hmm. And in August, my sister called and she says, "It's." She goes, "I have ALS." I said, "You have." And being the the smarty pants sister that I think I am, mm-hmm. one, um, I go, "You have Lou Gehrig's disease." Yeah. And I said, "How women? How do they know?" And she goes, "They have ruled out." And she had been um, on medical leave. Yeah. Um, from the beginning of the spring until August mm-hmm. because she kept going to the doctor. And the way they diagnosed Lou Gehrig's disease is um, by ruling out everything. When everything I say else. everything, everything else, <laughs> they rule out. They do so many tests. And if you don't have any of those things, the last thing standing is Lou Gehrig's disease. Wow. And, and I was like, so my sister is, my sister is the life of the party. Is yeah. even now. <laughs> yes, and um, she, she, you know, she was a medic. She was sometimes she's a wild child. Sometimes she's the go getter. She's the person that can use tools, and she could do calligraphy, and she could party, and she could. She, she was the fun one, uh, not me. She and, enjoyed her life. Uh, she enjoyed her life, and. Um, Again, my mother has four daughters, and the rest of us are are kind of retiring compared to her. Yeah, and um, I was like, "You can't let me have cancer. Good grief! You got to go and have something even worse." <laughs> oh my god! I can see you saying that to break the ice. <laughs> and, and so, because that's what you know, we were like, "Wow!" Yeah, and so we just went through. Lou Gehrig's disease. So cancer that you got, it's a disease you get because, you know, by the time with this study and again, the Avastin, which, you know, you're not really supposed to use for breast cancer patients anymore because mm-hmm. that caused effects, um, high blood pressure and no things. All that stuff. Um, yeah, all that stuff. I had lingering effects, but, you know, my, as my sister said, you got some... They gave you some medicine. It's gone. Mm-hmm. And she was like, we're going to work on it. And, you know, and we, we went to doctor's appointments. We did yeah. things. But you just have to manage your comfort level. Yeah. And so um, so we managed it from 2012 to 2017. Yeah. And, and so that... It, you know, and, and sadly, she passed away from 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 ALS. Yes, and 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 that affected my family. Since cancer's a blip, I mean, it's yeah. something I live with every day. Mm-hmm. But there there are other things going on in the world while you're managing this disease. Yeah, people and are so, still living their life, or getting yeah. sick, or no getting, longer with us. 
during this time. Babies so, are born. Things are yeah. happening. <laughs> Just all this stuff is still happening in the world, and your life stops when somebody else tells you that they yeah. have something, and then they yeah. have something else. And then during that time, you took on your niece, your great niece. Yes. Yeah. You know, it was just one of her grandchildren. My sister had had a few grandchildren and just kind of help out. Um, They were living with my sister and my mom. My mother became a caregiver. My -hmm. mother is a superhero. She had been my caregiver. And then she thought she was kind of taking a break. You know, she was going on that date and all that stuff. And 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 then while she was at my sister's house, she was just kind of planning her next move. Turned out her next move was to become my sister's caregiver. And so um, she she took that on. Yeah. And then she had to help my sister with her grandchildren. And she was like, it got very difficult. By then, my sister was. you deteriorate with, mm-hmm. with Lou Gehrig's disease. And so um, my my mom was taking care of my sister's grandchildren. And the youngest one, my mom's like, you're the only, I think I was the only one that didn't have, my kid is grown. Yes. He didn't graduate from high school. My other sisters had younger children. And she was like, she's coming to stay with you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> she's <laughs> so, coming. She's coming. But it was, you know, I got to have a little girl where I didn't have, I had only had a boy who's very boy-like. So <laughs> it, was, it was new and different. Mm-hmm. So again, yeah. and um, it, it might have done good, more good for me than it did for her. Yeah. She might be rotten. <laughs> because cause she is spoiled rotten. She, she is spoiled rotten. <laughs> like you and can't quite, even deny Quite confident in herself. <laughs> she is. That is a good way of yes. putting it. She is she quite is. confident in you know, my my great niece. Is a, yes, is a confident individual who knows she is loved. <laughs> yes, she is. You definitely did that. <laughs> like still going through, still dealing with, um, taking care of you know, helping take care of your sister, helping take care of your great niece, and then being there to be a support person for your mom and you are the oldest and now you're about to go into your 10th year what kind of party you throwing during COVID I just need to know you know I haven't thought about it yet (laughs) Um, because I was uh, in flux also I I was looking for a new job Mm -hmm. and and doing so I went through this phase where I didn't want to talk about cancer I didn't want to be very prominent um, I'm older, not yeah. really, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> that skin looks beautiful. Skin looks beautiful. I'm old, you know. I'm older. I was looking for a job. I didn't really want to talk about cancer. I remember that because when we were starting, um, you were coming over to the house, and I was throwing pitches at you, and you were like, "No, that one sucks," or "Yes, this was good." Um, after that, you made it real clear. I can't right now. You know, I don't want to talk about it because you were actually going to be one of my guests in my first season. Now I'm in season two. Can you believe it? So uh, and I got it because I didn't talk about it. You know, at at some point you want it to be in the rearview mirror. And every time you bring it up, there it is. And here I am talking about it now (laughs) (laughs) on Chemo Glow, because guess what? 
cancer doesn't define us, you know? We define our walk. We define our glow. Everybody asks me, I don't understand why you name it chemo glow, because I want my walk to be different. You know, cancer is not, you know, that's not the first thing you should say about me. You should talk about this popping skin and these cheekbones <laughs> first. Okay. <laughs> and then, oh, did you know she had cancer 10 years ago? Like that. I wanted to be in the rear view mirror. So I totally get that. So your life is starting to come back together. You find a job, you get employed and you're working and through your working, as I'm throwing these pitches out to you about chemo glow, you were at UNC and you happened to be at the what? Music school? The music school. And I, was, <laughs> and I asked one of the guys, I was like, do you know anybody that works on you know podcasts? And I was like, and he goes, I have someone for mm-hmm. you. And I was like, I talked to him and I was like, Regina, I think I have someone. You have to meet him. And, and, and you know, I was like, I was like, I, I'm, I'm super busy, but you know, and I felt bad, but I felt like, you know, once you connected, I think things it was were perfect. In place. It was perfect. You, you got me my podcast editor who was <laughs> like half my age. <laughs> I remember coming to get you for lunch, and I hated to park at UNC. And we went to this lovely coffee house. And then when I asked them, I was like, "Okay, whatever you have in this on me or whatever." And then there was something that had a little bit of liquor in it. And I was like, you can get that. And he was like, I can. I'm like, yes. And I was like, you are my new editor. (laughs) So it's perfect. He was actually on this start of this podcast to make sure that our sound was right. So I wanted to make sure that he was on for the start of the 2021 new season. But yeah, you connected me with my editor. And do you go to any of these support groups now that we're in COVID? Because you were like, you used to call me, Regina, you going, you going. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I can make it. I have not. Again, the working, then I, I took on a part-time job. So mm-hmm. I have, I've been out of things. I, I follow the website and the Facebook page mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I tell other people. Yeah. I connect with people. People, I try to make sure that I'm available when people ask me questions. Yeah. Um, or friends or friends of friends. Yeah. You know, I connect to these people. And I do. Um, yeah, because you, ne- you connected me to a friend, your friend. Yeah. Um, so I hope to have her on this season too. But your friend who happens, who brother used to go to the School of Science and Math with my husband. So small freaking world around here. So yeah. Yeah, just being going to those groups or um, having those resources just because you don't attend anymore doesn't mean that you don't sing their praises and they help someone else. No, which is great. And, and sometimes it's, I know for a fact that, especially when I was in the middle of it, because I really didn't go to meetings um, until I was in radiation. So oh. um, the YSC or the Sisters Network, Mm -hmm. I just didn't get to. And then by the time when I really needed to connect with them, Mm -hmm. I was sick. Uh, You know, I wasn't, again, I was in the hospital twice Mm -hmm. doing the chemo portion. I hurt my ankle. I remember that. (laughs) I hurt my ankle. I, (laughs) I fell, you know, and they almost didn't give me chemo because they were like, you can't do it. You got this thing and and then I was I had 
um, less than one something white blood cells. Mm-hmm. And, and so, by the way, another way of perking yourself up is getting a blood transfusion. <laughs> <laughs> I, so you, you look for the perks <laughs> and <perks>. everything. <laughs> yeah, you know, USC blood transfusions and chocolate cake. <laughs> if you're going to be there, you know, this is what you need to do. Yeah, that's what you need. <laughs> and so that's what they're known for, at least in my world. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I went into the hospital, you would be like, are you going to eat the chocolate cake? One, I'm not a chocolate fan, but every time I was, I see you. Are you going to eat the chocolate cake? I was like, if you're going to drive over there, find the parking space, I'm going to need you to get the chocolate cake. Eat the cake, anime. Eat the cake. That's what you kept telling me to do. Did you ever try it? I'm not a chocolate fan. Oh my gosh. But that did not stop you from every time I was like, you need to get the chocolate cake. I was like, at least bring it to me. So, yes. Yeah, they're desserts. When you have to stay there, their cafeteria wasn't wasn't bad yeah which is weird <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad i've spent a because lot of time people, in the hospital and, and, you know people that would come with me every monday um i had a, a different people they signed up and would drive on the on the app oh that's so what i was gonna the, ask you next about your care team so oh, what app are you talking about it was um it's one of the, I, yeah, I wish I knew, remember the name. It's one of the apps where you plan like your meals. And oh, the Caring the, Bridge or the something. The Caring Bridge, yes. Okay. Yeah. And so my church, my book club, uh, the PTA from, from my son's school, mm-hmm. um, just people I knew would sign up. There was a cooler outside my house on Mondays. Uh, I keep telling people one of these days I'm going to do sick people's chicken chicken casserole uh-huh. uh, rest cookbook because <laughs> I have had every chicken casserole. <laughs> so they would just drop it off, put they it in would, your. They would put it in the cooler. Wow! And it would be so they wouldn't even because especially towards the end I'd be sleep or mm-hmm. sick. And so my mom was there and they would just get that. But by the way, pizza works also because <laughs> I I wanted to make sure the uh-huh. thing that was important to me was that my son would eat the food. He's not going to eat all oh. the different chicken casseroles. Yes. <laughs> and so finally, one of the things I would tell people, you know, either steak, uh, you know, meat and potatoes mm-hmm. or, or meat and french fries, make it french fries and or pizza pepperoni uh-huh. pizza because I wasn't going to eat it especially mm-hmm. towards the end um, I wasn't going to eat the food so it needed I but I needed to know that he was eating and he was he was, he okay. was okay yeah and and so pepperoni pizza always works <laughs> <laughs> and, chocolate and cake pepperoni pizza and a blood transfusion yes. <laughs> yeah blood transfusion and and so um, and then people would you know my cousins my friends my co-workers my church mm-hmm. um, would drive me. My mother didn't really like sitting at the mm-hmm. infusion center, um, and but she, and she would take care of home. She was, yeah. she was holding it down. She was ready for me to get in the bed and fluff my pillows and things. <laughs> and, thing. and um, but people would take time. So many people mm-hmm. took time. And one of my friends, there was a tornado. Or there was a tornado, Something. yeah, at UNC, and they had to take all the infusion poles. But by I then I had, that. I fell asleep because of the Benadryl, 
And when I woke up, there she was like, there was all these warnings, and we were we were sheltering in the hallway, and and you were on the drip, but you're sleeping, and and, and I was like, all of that happened. <laughs> you slept through all of that. And look, I volunteer at UNC, so I know about the drills and what we have to do. This because we have to take a whole real. training class on it, and you slept through all of that. I slept through all of it. They had to get you because they have these big windows so you can look mm-hmm. outside and things. They're like, no, no window today. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I was a little frightened. <laughs> and so, but yes, you know that happened. Just, mm-hmm. just, just different. Like I said, I hurt my, I fell and hurt my ankle, and uh, just, just things. It just. Well, how how are you now? Because you look great. This is probably the most I've seen you smile in a while. Oh, good. Yeah. Like, I went, like, I brought my girls, guys, you don't know. I brought my girls over during COVID time. But we went on your back patio and you served us tea and you went back in to work. So it's just... Me, my girls, and my dog. Because the reason why I was over there was because Maggie had a vet appointment. So you were like, you can still come. I'll put tea on the back porch. So we walk on the back. There's tea. You bought us. Shade. Yeah, you bought us pastries. (laughs) I walked away with uh, this beautiful, beautiful. Can you see it? Right over here. (laughs) beautiful and those are my mom's glass flowers and I got the whole idea about um having your flowers given to you before you go so I really like this face over here so I walked away with a gift too I had tea and then walked away with a expensive gift and it has a platter (laughs) to it too So you and are, I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm sorry, but I, I kind of, I'm working on something. I can't talk to you. I'm <laughs> gonna be over here though. Call me. <laughs> but it was perfect because the girls keep talking about. Um, at night, my girls um, do this thing where they say who they're grateful for. You know what brings them joy. So at the end of the night, we sit and that's what they do. And they just started naming people, and your name came up so many times <laughs> because of that cinnamon bud. <laughs> and I had to call you and say, um, Alex and Kayla are grateful for you. <laughs> You're in their prayers at night. <laughs> and so, now Alex had well, Alex always likes tea, so now she really likes tea. Oh. And yeah. they're grateful for Google Health Bakery. Yes. Apparently. They really like that. <laughs> they do. They like the pastries. So I thank you for that. Well, we're almost at our end. Can you believe that? For wow. someone that says, I, I, guys, Terry called me. Now, I've been knowing her for years, right? But she called me and was like, so, no, you text me and said, so what are we going to talk about? And what did I text you back to say? Uh, cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do, do we have a list of topics? Like a no, list of topics? I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Then she was like, go on my Facebook page and look at what I post. I said, yeah, I'm not doing that. I like my I like my interviews to be very laid back. And if I read everything about you, it's like I'm coaching you to say stuff. And I like to learn new things about my guests. And then I called you to remind you, look, it's going to be at 730. We're going to set up and do all this good stuff. And you were just really like, what are we going to talk about? I was like, Terry, we're not talking right now. I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> 
during the podcast. And look, for someone who said, I don't know what we're going to talk about. We've been in for a whole hour. <laughs> and we've actually talked about things I don't think we've ever talked about. We've never talked about it. And that's why I don't talk to my guests, especially the ones that I know well, because I know there's something out there. And I just remember you telling me the story about not eating and that used to crack me up like that <laughs> used to crack me up but I had no idea that you were the oldest I didn't know that you know any of those things and that's what I like about chemo glow because I really want to see what your glow is show me your glow moments and you definitely like these are things we've never talked about and you've been to my house several times I've been to yours we've been to tea houses together art galleries if there is a place to go when COVID is over with Terry's going to send me about 100 emails and about 100 text messages. And I appreciate them all because my husband is like, you're going to go out with the girls? Just text Terry. She knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> we even actually went out to a concert together, my husband and I and you. We went to go see something, a comedy show. Oh, yeah. We did. I love that comedy yes, show. Yes, that was a good comedy show. So Terry knows what's going on in all the surrounding areas. And I'm pretty, she even found a place where my new house is at and took me there before our, we even moved in. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. Well, what would you like to end this podcast with? Because it's been a joy. And I'm so happy that you're on season two of Chemo Glow. Is there anything you would like to tell the guests? Because you were here at the very beginning. Uh, We've both been through a lot of our ups and downs when it comes to lymphedema and things like that. And just keep going. You know, life keeps going. So what would you like to talk about? What do you like to end this with? I guess keep going. Just keep going. There's, there's more. Cancer's not the only thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's just a moment. Mm-hmm. It seems, you know, separate, keep, try to be healthy. I'm, yeah. I'm trying. Try yeah. to enjoy life. Yeah. Um, I really do like to try to enjoy everything I can. I'm, I'm going to try at least once. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go here. <laughs> I'm going to go. You um, are. So, you will so, get on a train and go somewhere, <laughs> go to somebody's book signing in D.C. <laughs> I have done that. It was lovely. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you let's go try this. I'm going to try it just, just because, one, I know that life is precious. Yes. You don't know what can hit you. Mm-hmm. And um, try to be healthy. I, mm-hmm. I need to work a little harder on that. Yeah. You know. We all uh, do. Keep, keep me going because if we did learn that I like to eat and, <laughs> <laughs> and go to restaurants and things and enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's out there. Um, there's so many changes, you know, from the study that we're in. One of the study drugs I was on is not recommended for breast cancer anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know, people who, who have triple negative now. You you talk to them and it's like, is that what they're doing? Oh mm-hmm. my! Yeah, and it's completely, it's almost completely different from from the services that we receive. Yeah, and um, you know, it's just keep striving, be nice to people because yeah. you never know, never know who's, who, who's out there, how you'll connect with them. Yeah, so those are my things. It's 
be kind. <laughs> be kind. Well, be kind and try things. <laughs> I, well, let me say, I know that you have artwork going on back there. So I know I'm going to be at some art gallery when this world gets back to a better place. Yes. And I'm going to make sure <laughs> that I hang out with you at one of those art galleries because I need something new in my home. You see see my little drawing. Oh, it's on the other side. I, my I little drawing you. of my I house right there. So I, I need to hang something up in the new home. <laughs> well, Terry, I'm so happy to have you on. Um, if you guys don't know, Terry's voice is the ending of every podcast. All right. So I kept that on there because you were in my living room at my kitchen table helping me figure some things out. So, guys, just remember that the glow doesn't define you. You define the glow. And again, my glow is bright for 2021. Terry, stay on. Guys, I want to thank you. This has been a pleasure. Say bye to the guests, Terry. Bye, you all. Nice seeing you. Sound editing is provided by Josh Masters. If you like what you hear, please rate and review the podcast in iTunes. Connect with Chemo Glow on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You can also find more content at chemoglow.com.